Breakthrough Review with Drew. Hello everyone, welcome and thank you for tuning in to my first podcast. We are here today to talk about one of the most controversial subjects right now in the United States and even the world, climate change, or as some like to call it, global warming. Now, although this is a worldwide topic for the sake of time and honestly overall sanity, we are going to focus on how it is affecting us here in the United States and the two main political viewpoints. But before we jump into those, Let's start with the boring history. The climate change political history can be divided into four periods. The first one is the foundational period. This is when there was a growth of scientific concern about global warming. Two, the agenda setting phase from 1985 to 1988, when climate change was transformed into a policy issue. Three, a pre-negotiation period that lasted from 1988 to 1990. This is when governments started to become heavily involved in the process, leading to the adoption of the UNFCCC in May 1992. For those of you who don't know, UNFCC stands for the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. And lastly, number four, the post-agreement phase, which was focusing on the elaboration of the UNFCCC, leading to the adoption of the Kyoto Protocol in December 1997. The Kyoto Protocol is an international treaty that originated in Kyoto, Japan, that commits state parties to reduce greenhouse gases based on scientific consensus that 1. Global warming is occurring, and 2. It is very likely that human-made CO2 emissions have caused it. Some current happenings are President Donald J. Trump has withdrawn the U.S. from the Paris Climate Agreement which is an agreement negotiated by almost 200 countries aimed at curbing climate change by reducing greenhouse gas emissions. It was considered one of the strongest environmental policy legacies of former President Obama's tenure in office. He called it a, quote, turning point for our planet, end quote. After Trump came into office, though, he said he wanted to withdraw from it because of the financial and economic burdens the agreement imposes on our country. So we are talking many years of policy trying to happen over something scientific that many people still don't quite understand. I mean, it's a pretty big picture. So what is climate change and what is happening to our Earth? Climate change refers to significant changes in global temperature, precipitation, wind patterns, and other measures of climate that occur over several decades or longer. Temperatures on Earth have approximately increased by 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit since the early 20th century. Over this time period, atmospheric levels of greenhouse gases, such as CO2 and methane, have increased. Both sides of the debate agree that changes are happening, but have different views of how to help the situation. Let us start on the views of the Democrats. Most Democrats running for president in 2020 believe the world is going to end in the next 12 years and talk about how the environments are collapsing. They want to have the American people be taxed to help, quote, save the planet, end quote. 
they have adopted the Green New Deal, which is a deal that calls on the federal government to remove the United States from using fossil fuels and curb planet-warming greenhouse gas emissions across the economy. It also aims to guarantee new, high-paying jobs in clean energy industries. Senator John Barrasso, Republican of Wyoming and chairman of the Committee on Environment and Public Works, warned that ice cream, milkshakes, and even cheeseburgers will be a thing of the past because under the Green New Deal, livestock will be banned. The cost of this Green New Deal is not quite clear yet, but President Trump says it will be around $100 trillion. Book Democrat Bernie Sanders says it will be around $16 trillion. How are they going to get this money? The Democrats say carbon tax is one of the best ways to go. A $20 tax per metric ton of carbon that climbs over time at a pace slightly higher than inflation will raise around $96 billion in revenue each year. At the same time, they will say it will reduce carbon emissions by 11.1 billion metric tons through 2030. Just in time for the world not to end in 2050, right? Others were even thinking of doubling that carbon tax to $40 per metric ton of carbon produced. Either way, the plan to tax American people and industry to death would be a catastrophic ending to America. After all the taxing, remember they still have only 12 years or less before life on Earth ends. On the other half of the spectrum, Republican conservatives think the Democrats are taking this whole global warming too far and need to take a step back to realize that cutting beef out of our lives and getting rid of fracking is not the answer. Yes, in the past, conservatives thought that climate change was a hoax, and it was not real. Climate change used to be an issue that divided Americans along partisan lines. But that's not the case anymore, as majorities in both parties, plus independents, have accepted the science. Slowly but surely, Republicans have realized that, hey, this is real, and we need to find a solution to the problem. The U.S. is the second country to have the largest amounts of greenhouse gas emissions, but we have been taking steps into a cleaner, greener way of making energy. The Republicans encourage innovation and renewable energy development. They want to have renewable hydropower and safe nuclear power, which is emissions-free. They encourage research and business investments in new clean energy technologies through private sectors and not big government. Research has found that 80% of Republican conservatives support funding for more research into renewable energy and nearly half support strict carbon dioxide emission limits for coal-fired power plants. We have finally seen some Republican members of Congress change their positions in this issue. American clean energy innovation is the best way to address the problem of global climate change while improving quality of life at home and abroad. Now I'm sure you're wondering what side I'm taking. I am an environmentalist. I want to clean the air, clean the water, and clean the ocean just as much as any other person does. But I don't want to hear environmentalists that come from cities that are gross, disgusting, and polluted talk about changing the world to make it cleaner. I actually believe what the liberal democrats are doing is absolutely crazy. Why do I think this? Well, I'll give you a few reasons why. Democrats say, we need to act now. 
Our environment is collapsing, and we need to do something about it before the world ends in 2050. When in reality, they can't even regulate the air, trash, or drugs in their own state. How about clean up your own city first? The air pollution in the LA area alone is beyond hazardous and toxic. To change the environment of the world, you must help change your own surrounding environment first. Clean up your own community before you talk down the rest of the country and even the world. They are wanting to tax the heck out of us, like what I said earlier in this episode, where they want to have a carbon emissions tax on the people. Luckily, our president pulled out of the Paris Agreement because if we were to stay, the United States would be losing a fortune, and we would have lost as much as 2.7 million jobs by the year 2025. The Green New Deal would totally destroy the economy and the American people, and honestly, totally ditching cattle is not going to help us. Neither is going vegan. I'm personally not living on veggie burgers. Even if this Green New Deal worked perfectly, a carbon-free America alone won't be able to save us from the changing climate, because most of the rising carbon emissions will still be coming from China, Russia, and India. I support our President Trump bringing the jobs and industry back into the United States. More of that industry has the ability to produce green alternatives and fight the pollution problems here on our soil. Becoming independent is extremely important, not only for our environment and for jobs, but for all the other issues that ripple off of each other. For example, the import of all the illegal drugs, illegal counterfeit products, and human trafficking. Let's leave those topics for another episode. And thank you everyone for listening to my podcast and have a great day.